show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including a shocker last night in the National Football League as we look forward to on Sunday afternoon, Tennessee at Kansas City for the AFC title. It's on Sunday night, it's the Packers at San Francisco for the NFC title. The Panthers are all over the news. Luke Keekley, one of the greatest players in Carolina Panthers history, some say the greatest, announced his retirement last night at only 28 years old. I have a question of the day with him in mind. We welcome your thoughts, questions, reflections, memories, and comments. David Tepper is sparing no expense and building his new coaching staff in support of Baylor guy Matt Rule, who, remember, has been mostly a college coach, only one year of experience at the NFL level. You see that wonderkin coach Joe Brady, 30 years old, mentor to that Heisman-winning national championship quarterback Joe Burrow guy? That LSU wonderkin Joe Brady is now the Carolina Panthers wonderkin offensive coordinator. Only 30 years old, that makes him the youngest coordinator in the National Football League from national champion to dot, dot, dot. It is harder to project this year's Carolina Panthers, of course, New coordinators, new head coach, new linebackers in the absence of Luke Keekley. Others will be moving on in free agency. Maybe Greg Olson is going to retire, the legendary tight end as well. A lot of change as David Tepper turns the page on the football operations side of things after previously turning the page on the business side. A whole lot to discuss for the Panthers, even as the other NFL headlines include not only those two games awaiting us on Sunday, unemployed NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown is being an idiot again. 11-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald is extending his career again. Luke Keekley retires at 28. Y'all know he has battled many injuries, most sensitively perhaps, missing a bunch of games over a three-year period with concussion-related issues. Larry Fitzgerald is signing on for another season, at least, with Arizona. He will be 37 years old this coming season, one of the all-time greats, number two on the all-time receiving yards and receptions list, behind only that Jerry Rice guy. We'll get into a little bit of a lot of things elsewhere in football as well. Disgraced coach Bobby Petrino actually has a new head coaching job after his face plants in the NFL and college football and while driving his motorcycle for that matter. Elsewhere in college basketball, 15-1 and one Duke went down to Clemson and then those 15-1 and one Blue Devils went down to the Tigers. It was back-to-back-to-back wins for Clemson over NC State, famously over the Tar Heels in Chapel Hill. And then last night, the fans rushed the court again at Little John. The Blue Devils are still among the best teams in the country. They beat Kansas. They beat Michigan State. They beat Georgetown. They had been undefeated in ACC play as well. They crushed their first five conference opponents by an average of 25 points. They go down to Clemson, which, remember, is barely above 500. Not a juggernaut Clemson team. But Brad Brown now, our guest on Monday here on the David Glenn Show, 
has now gone back to back to back over the Wolfpack, the Tar Heels, and the Blue Devils. What went wrong for Duke? Where do they go from here? You have questions. We have observations as well. You can chime in shortly with your NFL, Luke Keekley, David Tepper, Joe Brady, MLB, college basketball, and other headlines of the day. Questions and comments are fair game, including on the big NFL news. Is Luke Keekley the greatest Panther of all time? I'll offer my two cents on that as we welcome yours. And what will you remember most about his time in a Panthers uniform or anything else about his time? First-round pick, of course, Boston College, eight seasons, all with Carolina. Seven of those eight, by the way, ended with him receiving all-pro recognition. It is an honor to make the Pro Bowl, but that's a little bit easier because a lot of guys say no. Some guys are playing in the postseason and can't go, so you can be kind of promoted into the Pro Bowl. All-pro is even more of an honor. And the guy played eight years in the NFL, not the only guy under 30 who has stepped away from the game even while at or near the top of his game. But Luke Keekley, a guy who had more than 1,000 tackles over the last eight years, that is the most in the NFL for any player at any position, seven-time All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler in eight years. The only year he was not those things he was the defensive rookie of the year, uh, the most in franchise history for any member ever of the Carolina Panthers, seven Pro Bowls, seven All-Pro recognitions. We'll talk Luke Keekley today. I'll offer my, more of my two cents as we welcome yours. Is he the greatest Panther of all time? I know Steve Smith gets votes, Julius Peppers gets votes, Cam Newton, others, Thomas Davis, Jordan Gross, Ryan Khalil. There's a nice nucleus to choose from among those former or current Panthers stars. At the very least, Luke Keekley is in that mix, and I think you could get, make a great argument that he is the best Panther of all time. He did have two years, by the way, and more than $20 million left on his contract. This is not the end of a contract. You reassess, you do some soul-searching, etc. He did not, by the way, mention the word concussions. He spoke for three minutes and 35 seconds on a video where we have some of the highlights for you today. Appropriately, the video was shot where he spent a lot of time in the last eight years. The linebackers meeting room in the Carolina Panthers building. Three minutes, 35 seconds, not a word about concussions. He did speak broadly about why he is stepping away, but he would not point the finger directly at concussion-related issues. He did emphasize, by the way, that his stepping away from the NFL has nothing to do with the coaching change from Ron Rivera to Matt Rule. And it's, it sounds believable, but it was a time to assess for Luke Keekley medically and otherwise. More on that story with your phone calls. College basketball, Clemson over Duke. Virginia Tech went to Winston-Salem and beat Wake Forest. First-year Hokies coach Mike Young beats sixth-year Deeks coach Danny Manning on the latter's home court. Mike Young has his name on one of the best surprise stories in all of college basketball. The Deacons, once again, seem to be falling by the wayside, although they were missing one of their best players again. Sean D. Brown still out with a leg injury. It is a big night for NC State basketball. If you don't know their schedule off the top of your head, I'll put it this way. After home games this week against Miami tonight, and Clemson on Saturday. Both of them are very beatable opponents. I know what Clemson just did. Miami can be dangerous as well. They have three really good guards. But relatively speaking, when you get 
anybody outside of Duke, Florida State, and Louisville on your home court, you're supposed to win if you're NC State. After this week's two home games, the Wolfpack goes on the road for five of its next seven games. And the two home games are Louisville and UNC. Louisville, one of the better teams in the ACC. UNC down, but a rivalry game, and you just never know what's going to happen. And who knows when Cole Anthony returns to the Tar Heel lineup. This is a big week for Kevin Keats and NC State. It starts tonight as the Pack hosts Miami. Other big games include UVA at Florida State. We'll get into some college basketball. We'll get into a lot of NFL on the field. Titans at Chiefs, Packers at 49ers. Off the field, the Panthers are all over the headlines. And Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, and others are as well. In Major League Baseball, the scandal axe has fallen again. This time on Boston Red Sox manager Alex Cora, who led the Sox to the 2018 World Series title. So now we have, remember, 2017 World Series winning manager A.J. Hinch, first suspended, then fired by the Astros owner after he learned of their one year suspensions, the GM and the manager. So now back-to-back World Series champion managers have gotten the axe. Alex Cora of Boston, remember the Red Sox remain under investigation for their own form of sign stealing in violation of clear Major League Baseball rules. Alex Cora also was on the Houston staff when they won it all and when they later got caught stealing signs via the use of modern technology at home games. CC Sabathia, by the way, the recently retired New York Yankees pitcher, says he feels, quote, cheated out of a championship in the ALCS in 2017. Do you know what the Yankees' record was at Minute Maid Park in Houston? 0-4. Where were they using the sign-stealing technology? Only at home. So let me see. We were in the ALCS against you. It was a long, tough series and we lost all four games when we played you at Houston. I don't think C.C. Sabathia is the only guy who feels that way. He added that he would not be upset if baseball commissioner Rob Manfred, quote, vacated the Astros' 2017 World Series title. Vacating is something you hear in the NCAA parlance from time to time. Not many examples in the history of professional sports, NFL or otherwise, but CC said it would be appropriate for the 2017 Astros. You have questions, you have comments, and we're here to celebrate and honor Luke Keekley as we look forward to our guest, Jonathan Jones, who covered Luke Keekley for the entirety of his eight-year career. Now with CBS Sports as a senior NFL reporter, JJ drops by in about 45 minutes. Luke Hancock is going to be with us on college basketball. He was the final four MVP on that 2013 Louisville Cardinals national championship team under Rick Pitino. Now an analyst for ESPN and the ACC Network on College Hoops. Luke Hancock, third hour. Jonathan Jones, second hour. And in between, John Beeson is going to drop by. Superstar linebacker for the Miami Hurricanes. Also, of course, with the Carolina Panthers. He did overlap with Luke Keekley for a couple of years. Also now in broadcasting, John Beeson of the ACC Network will get his reflections on really one of the great linebackers in modern NFL history and maybe the greatest Panther in the history of that franchise. 1-800-849-2761. Is Luke, is Luke the greatest Panther of all time? I'll offer more of my two cents. We welcome yours. And what will you choose to remember most about these last eight years 
where he did just about everything right on and off the field. He shocked many by retiring last night at the age of 28. 1-800-849-2761. Those are among the topics we'll get into today. Now's a good time for you to jump in with your question or comment. Three great guests later, your calls and my reflections on the headlines of the day on the other side. 1-800-849-2761. How many NFL stars have been choosing to retire prior to the age of 30. Off the top of your head, you might be able to think of one or two. The list is actually growing perhaps more than you think. Luke Keekley, the latest at the age of 28. More on that story with your calls. 1-800-849-2761. Next on the David Glenn Show. You like college football? It's Taj Boyd. Taj, how are you? Welcome I'm to good. the show. Dave, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm excited to be here, man. I'm excited for the question that you're going to ask. Mark Richt of Georgia, please stop taking our best high school football players, but otherwise, thank you for the visit. Last thing for Virginia Tech coach Frank Beamer. So do we. The David Glenn Show. Thanks, David. Appreciate it a lot. You got it. Never the right time to step away, but now is the right time for me. And it's a tough decision. I've thought about it a lot, and I still want to play, but I don't think it's the right decision. Thank you, Panther fans. Thank you, everybody in the NFL, for your constant support. And now it's time to move in a different direction. Luke Keekley, video posted last night announcing his retirement at the age of 28. Questions of the day in his honor. Is he the greatest Panther of all time? I know you could make arguments for Steve Smith, Julius Peppers, Cam Newton, and others. I don't know how you'd do better than eight years, seven All-Pro selections. Again, that's the more meaningful one, most in franchise history. Seven trips to the Pro Bowl, again, most in franchise history. And the only year he didn't do those things was his first year when he just chimed in with the NFL's Defensive Rookie of the Year award. That is eight for eight. Yes, he missed games with concussions, and whereas he did not use the word concussion anywhere, in a three-minute, 35-second-long video shot in the Panthers' linebacker meeting room yesterday, as we welcome your calls on Duke falling at Clemson and other college basketball. Big week for the Wolfpack starting tonight against the Miami Hurricanes. Baseball sign-stealing scandals. The dominoes continue to fall there. But the Panthers are front and center in a weird way on this Wednesday afternoon as we have four more days to wait before the Titans visit Kansas City and Green Bay visits San Francisco in those conference championship games. Think of yourself at 28 years old. Whatever was going on in your life, good or bad, financially, medically, or otherwise. As we welcome your calls, including on the question of the day, is Luke the greatest Panther of all time? We will have more of the best of his speech from last night. And what will you choose to remember most about his eight years with the Carolina Panthers organization? We'll see. He was not ready to announce what is next for him, but certainly David Tepper is going to leave the door open for any kind of relationship Luke wants to have with the Panthers. Tepper said what I think many of you would be thinking today given Luke Keekley's production on the field, but first-class nature off the field. I mean, seriously, I have a daughter. Would you like your daughter to meet somebody like Luke Keekley? I mean, he's like Prince Charming meets Dick Butkus. That's hard to find in the real world. On the field, he does want to rip people's heads off. Off the field, he is Prince Charming. You could cast him in a Disney movie tomorrow. He is Clark Kent when he needs to be. And you would say Superman when he needs to be, although that Cam Newton guy, I think, stole that title in the Panthers' locker room a while ago. Here's what Tepper said 
You can chime in with your Keekly college basketball or other questions and comments. While I wish we could have him for many more years, he has done everything the right way, Panthers owner David Tepper said in a release, and we, respe we respect the decision he has made. Luke is a once-in-a-generation player and someone we want every member of our organization to emulate. Back to 28 years old. Darren Vaught, you're a little bit on the other side of 28, but essentially you and Luke Keekley are contemporaries, yeah. right? We're not stretching that far. You both have actually Clark Kent-type qualities as well. <laughs> Superman-type qualities after you jump into the phone booth, but we'll leave that for another time when it comes to you, a rising star of the broadcasting injury industry, or uh, – Luke Keekley as, of course, just one of the greatest players in Panthers history, one of the best players in modern NFL history. As a human being, when I think back to being 28 years old, and keep in mind by NFL standards, these are not the only guys to step away early. Famously, Jim Brown did this a long time ago. However, there is something different with the money these guys are making now, with the awareness you knew it hurt a lot to play football 50 years ago and 100 years ago. You didn't know as many details of what was being hurt 50 or 100 years ago. And you might not have had the money to step away early if you wanted to 20 or 50 or 100 years ago. So a lot of things are changing. I can tell you this. As a 28-year-old human being, of course, not an athletic superstar in any sense of that phrase. When I think of key categories... And I ask you, Darren Vaught, to put yourself in Luke Keekley-like late 20s shoes when it comes to health, family, meaning starting your own family, money, and the long-term future. Not the tomorrow, not next week, next month, next year. The long-term future. I'm telling you, when I was 28 years old, you know what I was? I was a young, scratch, scratching for any dollar I could make attorney who had passed the bar exam in 1994 and had my own practice for a while, slowly but surely building. I wasn't even sure what I was going to specialize in yet. I was taking cases in anything you could imagine. I'm just scratching and clawing as a young sports media member and as a young sports attorney. That's the, that's the context for me personally as a human being at 28 years old. I had no major health issues to worry about. I was so busy, I didn't have time to think about it, even if I did have some minor health issues. In family terms, I might have been stalking the lovely and talented Maria by 28, but I was not yet <laughs> dating her. She and I had a long gap between meeting at a dinner party where we were not each other's dates and actually dating each other. I forget the length of the gap, but it was like a year or more. So, again, Luke Keekley retiring at 28, he does have a very serious girlfriend, and remember, Andrew Luck of the Colts chose to step aside despite his star-studded career, despite his future promise, at the same time he realized he was becoming a dad for the first time. If you are younger, you may roll your eyes at me when I say that. I'm telling you, as a guy who's been a dad twice over and considers it among the most important things I've ever done in my life, it's ongoing with my kids at 20 and 17 years old. Stuff like that matters at 28 or 50 or whatever. In a way, it might not matter to your eyes at, or your brain at 18 or 20 or 23 or even 25. I don't even know your answer to that part of the equation, Darren Vaught. But health-wise, Luke Keekley is worried about multiple injuries to his body and multiple injuries to his brain. 
I didn't have either of those things at 28 years old. I stopped playing baseball because the doctors told me I needed rotator cuff surgery, and I asked how much harder I would throw if I got it as a left-handed pitcher, and they said not much harder. And that was like, well, <laughs> risk-reward ain't worth it, man. I'm not, I'm not going to make a career out of this thing anyway. That's as close as I came to a health issue at 28 years old. So Luke's health, front and center, my 28-year-old health, off the radar. I'd imagine your 28 or so-year-old health off the radar. You don't have any issues, right? Yeah. No, no, no. No major issues, especially nothing close. I mean, you know, some injuries. You did sign that, your HIPAA form linked. earlier today, right, to <laughs> yeah. allow me to, pick, to, to ask you these yes. health-related questions? Yes, Sorry. you have consent here. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, obviously some, some sports-related injuries that linger. But, I mean, that's nothing compared to what – the scares of you know multiple concussions in a three-year span or so think about this the 28 year old darren vaught the 28 year old david glenn probably most of you out there if you are near that age or remember what it felt like to be that age our answers are mostly the opposite of luke keekley's answers in health family money and long-term future in health, he's got major issues. Most of us do not have to think about that. Maybe later in life, not at 28. Family, that's not on your radar right now. Again, I was only stalking Maria at that point. I, wouldn't, I did not date her until a little <laughs> bit later than 28 years old, if I remember correctly. It was close. Money-wise, is our answer similar to Luke Keekley's? How about not? My answer was I wasn't sure I'd be able to pay the rent every month. At 28 years old. Remember, I got a late start in the working world. I did work my way through undergrad and through law school, so I wasn't falling behind student debt-wise. But when you don't get out of law school until your mid-20s, you're throwing back when you start earning bigger bucks. At 28 years old, man, I didn't have squat. I did not have any excess income whatsoever. Do you know what Luke Keekley has made by the age of 28? How about $64 million in salary from the Carolina Panthers? If you'd think it would be more, remember, rookie contracts suppress salaries. So his first deal with the Panthers was peanuts compared to his productivity. His second year was much larger money, but over eight years, $64 million, certainly good money for you or I, average of $8 million a year. And that's not even including whatever money he made as a pitch man. I can think of a security company. I can think of a soft drink company. That adds more millions to the 64. So you're in my answer to the health question. I'm not even thinking about it, Dr. So-and-so. Health, health issues are not on my radar. Luke's answer, I'm worried about the concussions I've already had. Remember, three different seasons he missed games because of concussion-related issues. That's not once I got my bell rung. That's multiple times. And unlike in the 1950s or when I was growing up in the 1980s or even a decade and a half ago, these players know more through modern science about the risks of multiple concussions especially and the ongoing risks of trying to play this game. Again, Luke Keekley did not use the word concussion or even refer to it. But when he says things like, I still want to play, but I don't think it's the right decision anymore. In my heart, I know this retirement is the right thing to do. It doesn't take a lot of tea reading, tea leave reading, to think that something, whatever, someday he'll put it into more specific words. Something is telling him now is the right time. He just made second team all pro. He might think he didn't play as well, and it was a horribly bad Panthers defense. But I don't think just a slight decline in his personal play, a more severe decline in the team play, 
Without these medical issues, I don't think that's enough to cause a guy to retire at the age of 78. His health answer is the opposite of ours. His growing family answer is the opposite of ours. He has a very serious girlfriend. Maybe he's in the Andrew Luck mindset and wants to be a dad for the first time and wants to envision himself healthy enough, unlike a lot of retired NFL players who are being fed through straws after serious brain injuries or being taken care of by their wives or other caregivers later in wife because they took such a beating in such a, a violent game. Money-wise, he's opposite us again. You don't, you're not near $64 million yet, are you, Darren? No. Okay. Unfortunately And, and then long-term future. Again, you're in this time bracket. I was not thinking of my long-term future at 28. I'm thinking, I got to build this law firm. I'm thinking, I got to build this new thing I created called the ACC Sports Journal and accsports.com. I'm doing freelance things. I'm working at the Durham Herald Sun. I'm taking summer jobs with Raycom and others, man, to supplement my income. I'm trying to get through law school in my earlier 20s. I'm just trying to hang on. Like, long-term future? I would have looked at you like, what? Long-term future? You mean, like, tomorrow? The, yeah, that, yeah, tomorrow's show? That's, to three exactly. tomorrow? <laughs> that's my long-term future at 28 years old. Luke Keekley, because of the $64 million plus, Luke Keekley, because of a serious girlfriend for the first time in his young life, Luke Keekley, because of multiple concussions that took small bites out of three different years in his eight years with the Carolina Panthers, and Luke Keekley having the ability to step back, take a deep breath, reevaluate, soul-searching. You're a contemplative guy, Darren Vaught. I know you, to use Maria's phrase, contemplate your navel. From time to time, right? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. she'll use the phrase, stick a bone through your nose, get out in nature, and learn about yourself. That's, yeah. that's my wife's go. terminology. I think you and I, as younger men, you now, me previously, were more contemplative than most of the cavemen that we hang around with, right? Luke Keekley strikes me as a contemplative guy, always has, and even if you're not that way by nature, if you have a serious girlfriend for the first time, if you're dealing with multiple concussion issues and learning more bad science about what may await you later in life, if you've already got $64 million in your rearview mirror, that certainly gives Luke Keekley at 28 time and space to contemplate, bone through the nose, search your navel, get in touch with nature, <laughs> and contemplate what should be next, right? If you wanted to step away at 28, could you? If I had wanted to step away at 28, could I have? From could, everything? Could no. most no. people in the history <laughs> no. of the world just say, you know what? I got to move on. I'm not even sure what's next, but I got to move on. And is that 1% of all people have the ability to do that at 28 years old? There's a human being aspect of the Luke Keekley story that to me is far more interesting than even the very compelling football aspect of his story. Again, he emphasized his decision has nothing to do with the coaching change. We have more audio from Luke. We have others who want in on college basketball or the baseball scandal or David Tepper building his coaching staff with big money, not just Matt Rule, but the latest LSU wonderkin Joe Brady, the 30-year-old passing game coordinator for the LSU Tigers, is going to be Matt Rule's offensive coordinator the Baylor defensive coordinator, Phil Snow, is expected to get that job with the Carolina Panthers as well. David Tepper is reminding everybody, by the way, whereas the salary cap keeps things closer to an even playing field when it comes to player personnel, there is no salary cap on coaching hires. 
There were, there were a lot of owners mad at David Tepper for breaking the bank. Nobody in a small industry like the NFL, there's only 30 or so of you, right? Nobody wants to see somebody set a new market for coaches. It's bad for everybody, right? It's like if you and I owe gas stations across the street from each other, when you lower your price by a dime per gallon, it's bad for me. You're not making as much profit. Well, guess what? Now neither am I. Now I got to drop my thing a dime, and now you and I are both making less of a profit because we're competing against each other. It works in the opposite direction with these billionaire NFL owners. If you pay the only been at the NFL level one year, if you pay the only been successful at the college level guy, what David Tepper, it might be as much. It'll be $9 million a year at least on average for Matt Rule of Baylor. It'll be maybe $10 million a year. By NFL standards even, that's really high. David Tepper stubbed toes and made some enemies with the Matt Rule hire. And now he's saying there is no salary cap on my coaching staff. I can, I'm the richest dude in the NFL. I'm worth $13 billion. Some of those people just a measly few billion, right? So why don't I, in a world where competitive balance is kept to a degree because of the salary cap in terms of playing personnel, why don't I look for an advantage where I don't have a salary cap to worry about? That's what he's in the midst of doing. Will it blow up in his face? Those who don't trust college coaches, of course, are running that hypothesis up the flagpole. Well, Matt Rule hardly knows the NFL. Joe Brady did have some time with the Saints, but he's more of a college guy as well. The defensive coordinator was great at Temple and great at Baylor, as Matt Rule turned both of those college programs around, but that doesn't mean he's going to be great at the NFL level. The skeptics remain. David Tepper is showing that he is bold in football ownership, just as he was bold in hedge fund manager status on his way to becoming that multi-billionaire and self-made man. Is Luke Keekley the greatest Carolina Panther of all time? I believe the answer is yes, with all due respect to Steve Smith, Julius Peppers, Cam Newton, and a whole lot of others. What will you remember most about his time with the Carolina Panthers? Eight full seasons, all of them in one way or another, seasons of distinction for number 59. Luke Hancock on college basketball later. Jonathan Jones on the NFL later. John Beeson played with Luke Keekley in the Carolina Panthers organization for a couple years, now with the ACC Network. JB drops by in hour number two. You can be next with your question, comment, or Luke Keekley Memorial, if you will. He's not dead. He's not sure what he's doing next, but he has joined a list that also includes under 30 star quarterback Andrew Luck, under 30 star tight end Rob Gronkowski, under 30 star wide receiver Calvin Johnson, remember, a few years ago, under 30 star linebacker Patrick Willis, Remember him back in 2014. This is not a brand new trend, but it is a growing trend. All of the guys I just mentioned had multiple surgeries and serious health issues, some of them including concussions during their time in the NFL. And of course, the big money plus those medical concerns creates a situation where I think we're just going to see this trend continue to grow. 1-800-849-2761. All three guests are later. Now's a good time for your call. Question, comment, complaint, or number 59 story. 1-800-849-2761 is how you can be next on The David Glenn Show. 
UNC coach Roy Williams is joining us. You are uncomfortable with your name in the same sentence as Dean Smith. I know that I will never be as good as he was in, in any way. And yet when I hear people say those things, yeah, those things are pretty neat. I, but I try to make sure that's about as far as I go. Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. Show Jonathan Jones on the NFL in about 20 minutes. Luke Hancock on College Hoops third hour. John Beeson, former teammate of the now retired Luke Keekley, during his time with the Panthers, is going to drop by in between. We do have time for your calls now. College Hoops, Major League Baseball scandal headlines continue. A lot of NFL. David Tepper is sparing no expense in building his new coaching staff. LSU's wonderkin Joe Brady, 30 years old, will be Matt Rule's offensive coordinator. Luke Keekley may be the greatest player in Panthers history. We're asking you that question. Julius Peppers is getting votes. Steve Smith is getting votes. Cam Newton is getting votes. A few for Thomas Davis or Jordan Gross or Ryan Khalil or some others. But Luke Keekley's getting as many votes as anybody else. Maybe that's recency bias. It was last night that he announced via video in a three-minute, 35-second, sometimes trembling voice piece of audio straight from the Panthers linebackers meeting room. He said the time is right. In his heart, he knows it's the right thing to do to step away. His favorite thing in the world is to play football, and yet his something is telling him that he needs to step away. There's only one way to play this game since I was a little kid, Luke said, to play fast, physical, and strong. And at this point, I don't know if I'm able to be that anymore. 1-800-849-2761. Is Luke the greatest of all time? And beyond that, just share your memory, your reflection. What will you remember most about his eight years in Charlotte? No word on whether whether he will keep Charlotte as his home. He is originally from Ohio and, of course, a proud graduate of Boston College as well. Your questions, comments about the NFL, the Panthers, David Tepper, Matt Rule's staff, and Luke Keekley's retirement all fair game. Duke lost at Clemson last night. NC State to me is front and center this evening and again on the weekend the Wolfpack hosts Miami and Clemson before hitting the road for a lot of conference road games two wins are exactly what Kevin Keats needs including tonight of course against the Hurricanes Miami actually fits a similar description as the Wolfpack they both have explosive offenses they both have really leaky defenses if they can tighten the screws at the defensive end of the floor they have a chance to rise in the ACC standings. That applies to NC State, which to me has a much more balanced team inside and out, right? Thunder Burke inside, C.J. Bryce when he's healthy outside, Markel Johnson's ridden the roller coaster, but another good perimeter, perimeter player. Devin Daniels is a good player and others. Miami's all guards, all guards. Your game plan has to be, you know, Chris likes the little guy. He's the point guard. V uh, Vasilovich is as good a sharpshooter as the ACC has to offer this year on the wing. You cannot leave him in three-point land by himself. And then Cameron McGusty, a transfer, is kind of the third part of the three-headed monster. Sometimes all three are out there together for Jim Laranega. You need a smart game plan, and you need to execute it on defense. That is where Kevin Keats' team has far more often let him down. 
Offensively, most nights, the Wolfpack is really good. Defensively, you just never know what you're going to get, and that has to change if the Wolfpack's going to build an NCAA tournament-caliber resume. For anyone wondering why the Wolfpack, keep in mind, after Duke, which lost at Clemson last night, and after Florida State and Louisville, everybody has issues. You can roll your eyes at NC State as an NCAA tournament candidate, but guess what? You can run anybody else up the flagpole after those top three in the ACC. I'll have something to roll my eyes at your nominee as I continue to watch UVA, NC State, and others as the best candidates to give a league more NCAA tournament bids. Remember, only three sure things. This is a league that averages over the last four years eight NCAA tournament bids. It's not going to get only three this year. Somebody is going to get better between now and March. UVA because of its defense. NC State because of its offense. To me, those are building blocks. They're things you're going to get almost every night. Can the Cavs get better offensively? Can the Pack get better defensively? I don't know the answers, but... If the answer is yes to those questions, I think the Cavaliers and the Wolfpack become team number four and team number five in a 15-team league that is just not as good as usual. Chris is in Wilmington and wants in on number 59. Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Were you as shocked as I was last night when you learned of his retirement? Uh, to be honest with you, man, to be shocked nowadays is hard. Yeah. I mean, look at him for the I mean, but you can't be mad at him for doing what he's doing. He's literally thinking about his health his well-being, his family. And, I mean, honestly, financially, he has nothing to worry about. Amen. I feel I the same way. Him. I'm happy for him. I'm happy that these modern-day athletes have these choices because old-school athletes at 28 would not have had enough money in the bank to be able to contemplate a decision like this. I think it's great for all parties involved. I mean, maybe selfishly a fan says, I wanted more out of Luke Keekley or whatever. The only reason I'm not in shock is that Luke Keekley this past year, for the first time, started answering questions about his longer-term future. I remember Joe Person of the Athletic Carolina told us this on one of his visits as a guest on our show. Luke, for the first time this year, started saying, I see myself as a year-by-year -year NFL player. In other words, even though he does have, this is not the end of a contract. All veteran NFL players who come to the end of a contract ask themselves that question. Do I want to keep playing this crazy game that beats me up? Is it worth it, the millions I make for putting my body at risk? And, of course, they usually say, yes, it's worth it. I have a small window. I got to make as much as I can in that small window. I got to extend that window as far as I can. And whereas some quarterbacks and a handful of others make it into their late 30s and early 40s, it is not unusual to see the guys that start asking themselves these questions. Gronk stepped aside before 30. Andrew Luck, as Chris said, before 30. And now Luke Keekley before 30. It is only the combination of modern-day medical knowledge. They're more understanding of what they're doing to their bodies now than ever before. And the money which, folks, if you get the stars of the 80s talking about what these guys make today... You could, be, you could have been an all-pro eight years in a row and not have financial security for life back in the 70s and 80s. I mean, no way. You could be a future Hall of Famer, and you would, you would have had to keep working. Jim Brown and a very small handful of others had so many things going on. Remember, he was an actor as well. Jim Brown stepped away from the Cleveland Browns as one of the greatest ever to play the game, in part because the owner of the Browns was mad that he got back from a movie shoot off schedule and it was conflicting with training camp and Jim Brown famously said well you want to find me how about if I just don't play anymore how about that 
And Jim Brown, famously, like a Sandy Koufax in baseball, stepped away in his prime because he felt like he had done enough and wanted to do other things. In their cases, it was not Luke Keekley like because Luke is worried about concussions and long-term repercussions for such things. Sandy Koufax was physically capable of continuing to pitch if he had wanted to. Jim Brown was like still in his prime and an all-pro when he stepped away for those other complicated reasons. Again, Luke didn't use the word concussions, but I don't know how you could explain anything else. He felt that he was not as great a linebacker this past season, and the Panthers were horrible defensively. And remember, he had a different job description. They went from the 3-4 to the 4-3. He felt he was not as good. And frankly, I would agree with him. But if he was a 10 on a 10-point scale previously, and he was only, you know, an 8.5 or a 9 this time, he was still second-team All-Pro. And I don't think that alone would have made him retire at the age of 28. Jonathan Jones on Keekley's retirement, the hiring by the Panthers of LSU's Joe Brady. And, of course, we have some games awaiting us. Titans at Kansas City, Packers at San Francisco, J.J. in about 10 minutes, Luke Hancock Luke Hancock, and John Beeson later as well. More of your calls, too, on the David Glenn Show. Kevin Harlan is joining us. It was a boring game, and the guy ran out right through the formation as if he was a wide receiver <laughs> to be a part of the play. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. You always think of calling that dramatic last-second buzzer-beating shot or a touchdown pass or, or something more historic. This is the David Glenn Show. Did Panthers owner David Tepper really make all the other owners mad with his big-dollar offer to Baylor coach Matt Rule? Is Matt Rule hiring too many college guys for his NFL coaching staff? Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports knows those answers and also has covered Luke Keekley for the entirety of his Panthers career. JJ joins us next on the David Glenn Show. Gary Player joining us. This morning I did 1,300 sit-ups and crunches. Wow. I pushed 300 pounds with my legs and I ran on the treadmill. You are one of the legends of golf and you've been an inspiration as a person as well. What a nice compliment and God bless America. You're listening to The David Glenn Show.